Really? Wow. Okay, so Zig Ziglar is probably one of the premier motivational speakers that have ever walked the planet in the last hundred and something years. If you are not familiar with Zig Ziglar, you must become familiar with him. Uh, he has written numerous books. <laughs> He's got numerous CDs and MP3 players, MP3 uh, things. If you uh, go on podcasts and type in Zig Ziglar, you can get like 500 episodes of Zig Ziglar for free. So there is absolutely no reason for you not to know Zig Ziglar. <clears throat> and the real uh, key is why, why do you want, why should you know Zig Ziglar? And the reason is this, because I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to see what you can do with yourself in the next 10 weeks. If your mindset is on uh, how I can't wait to get the bleep out of this school, if your mindset is I got McCoy in my mind and I'm just going to get crushed by this quarter with McCoy and Oskies and boards and blah, 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 if that's where your mind is, then you've got to be listening to this every single day. Because if you're not putting good stuff into your mind, then you're putting junk into your mind. And if you're putting junk into your mind, then don't be surprised when junk comes back. That's called what? The law of attraction. The law of attraction says what you put in comes out, regardless of which direction you're facing. So if you are putting the good stuff in, then more good stuff will come out. But if you're putting bad stuff coming in, you know, putting bad stuff in, then more bad stuff will come out. And there ain't no two ways around it. You can't put bad stuff in and expect good stuff out. If you're the kind of person, and we have like we have one particular patient I'm thinking of, if you're the kind of person where one thing after another, after another, after another happens to this person, and she's a lovely person, but she's just like a problem magnet. And I've sat down and I've talked with her and I said, you really need to start like listening to Zig Ziglar and Tony Robbins and, and Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra and you know Marianne Williamson and whoever you can get your hands on. You need and she refuses to do that. And her life is just one challenge after another, after another, after another. Because that's all she focuses on. And I tell you this because I see what happens to you guys when you graduate. Right? The people who graduate and they're focused on success and they're focused on the vision and the mission and the purpose and why they're doing it and they're focused on I can do this and I must do this. Dr. Sid used to teach us. What did Dr. Sid used to teach us? I can, I will, and I must. It's not I should, I might, I ought to. Right? It's I can, I will, and I must. I can, I will, and I must. There are sick people out there that are waiting for you that if you don't touch them, they're not going to get touched, and it's your fault. It's your fault if you don't touch them. It's your fault if you could have said something and you didn't. It's your fault if you didn't reach as many people as you, as you want to reach. You know, what does Stephen Covey say? Stephen Covey, another one of my favorite authors, you'll hear about him later on. Stephen Covey says, begin with the end in mind. Begin with the end in mind. So I want you to think about, it's now like 70 years from now, and you guys are all like towards your latter years, and you're you know, kind of thinking about your life. You're looking backwards, right? Instead of like right now, you're kind of looking forwards. 
right? I want you to think about you're looking backwards. You know, you're like 80, 90 years old, you had an amazing career, whatever. And you're looking back, and I want you to think, did I fulfill the mission that I was put on earth to fulfill? The question won't be when you're 70 or 80 or 90, how much money did I make? You know, how much am I going to leave the kids and grandkids? You know, how long did I stay in practice for? How many patients did I see on a given particular day? That's not going to be the, the questions you're going to be asking. You're going to be asking, like, what did I do? What was my contribution? What was my legacy? Right? And, and did, what, did I fulfill the purpose? Did I set out a purpose when I was 26 or 30 years old and I'm graduating from chiropractic school? Did I set out a purpose and, and live it? Or did I just kind of walk along some haphazard road, kind of banging, you know, this is how most people live their lives. They kind of walk like this, banging against some wall, banging against another wall, banging backwards like this, stumbling along with life. And that's just not how I think you want to lead your life. Not during this class. You know, unless you're just taking this to take some two-credit class to get out of school. But if you're in this class, like most of you guys are in this class, because you love kids and you want to take care of kids and you got a special month for taking care of kids, then I hope you're here because of that. There's a there's a higher calling, and I really want you to think about what Zig was talking about, which is like those eight things. I don't know if you kind of noticed what those eight things were, but I took a picture of them. That's not it. So I want to ask you this question, and I'm gonna, I want to see what you think about it. And, and, and answer in your own head. Like, and, and remember with the plus and minuses that he showed? You see where you are in this category. Uh, happiness. Where are you in the happiness scale? Where are you in the health scale? Where are you on the prosperity scale? And don't tell me you have student loans, because that has nothing to do with prosperity and not prosperity. Right? That's your ticket in. That has nothing to do with anything. The student loans will be paid for at some point in time in your future. So forget about those. Those are like, that's just forget about it. That's uh, it's just another part of the balance equation, right? So are you reasonably prosperous? Are you secure? Do you feel secure in your relationship, in your path, in your goals, in your future? Do you have friends? Do you have people you can trust, you know, lean on? Um, do you have peace of mind? You know, do you feel like you're at one with whatever it is that you feel that you need to be at one with? <clears throat> do you have good family relationships with your folks and your siblings and your spouse, a significant other, your kids? And do you have hope for the future? Is probably one of the most important things. And actually, Zig Ziglar, towards the end of his life, he added that one when he first, he, this was towards the end of his, uh, his phenomenal career. Um, he actually didn't have that one, but he actually put that one in the last several years of his life. Because hope was a, is a really big thing, having hope, like hopelessness. <clears throat> if you read any you know, uh, work, um, especially in positive psychology, um, you read about hopelessness as being a really big issue in this country at uh, this day. Like you, uh, you know, we were driving the other day coming home from uh, Kennesaw, and we're pulling on to uh, South Meadow Drive, and there's, it, it, was, it was that day when it was like 20 degrees out, and there's a homeless guy standing like, you know, cold, need money, you know, help me. And I'm like, what would get a person to that point? You ever think about that? Like, what on earth would get a person to that point where he doesn't say to himself, let me just work at McDonald's, right? I'm going to, I'll be embarrassed, but at least I'll, I could put food on the table and I could put clothes on my kids, you know, and I could live in, a, in an apartment. 
right? What would get to a person? And the, the, the biggest thing, why that person is where he, that he or she would be, would be lack of hope. They've just given up altogether. Aside from people who are schizophrenic and stuff like that, which my wife will argue with. Um, <laughs> but this, this doesn't look like a schizophrenic kind of guy. So, so I want you to think about that. Those eight things, where are you? And then what I want you to do is, if you really want to do this exercise in a big way, take those things and put yourself 70 years from now and say, if I lead the current path that I am on, will I be able to check all those things in the positive? If I lead on the current path that I'm on, and if I am not, if the path that I'm currently on will not lead me to happiness, healthy, reasonably prosperous, secure, friends, peace of mind, good relationships, and hope. If the path I'm currently on will not lead you there, I suggest you best get there. Sooner than later. And guess what? Now's the time before you graduate. Because let me tell you something. After you graduate, there's so many other things you've got to get involved with, so many other things that will be pulling you around. I suggest you do it now. And you know how you do it? You stop listening to the junk you're listening to. You pull yourself away from your Facebook and your Twitter and your Instagram, and you start focusing on putting good stuff into your head. Not trash, not gossip, not who's doing what at what time, but focusing on you because you are the breadwinner to your family. What happens on Facebook is not going to help you. I know Alabama won yesterday, and there's a lot of upset people who want to Clemson win. All right. If you're from Alabama you think, or Clemson, that's, all right, it might affect you a little bit more. If not, then it doesn't matter. Next, move on, and let's start growing up and being understanding the bigger mission and the bigger vision that we have is to focus on those eight things and get us right with those eight things. Because the question is this, and what Stephen Covey would say, is if you died tomorrow, God forbid, you died tomorrow, would you be able to check those things off? And if not, why not? And if not, then do something about it, right? Do something about it. And one of the biggest issues that the students have, especially in this school that I've talked to over the years, because I've been talk, doing this class for 16 years now, um, is prosperity, right? So stop thinking about prosperity as something that you're never going to get to because you have all these other obligations and student loans and yada, yada, yada. That has nothing to do with it. Prosperity is a relationship to one thing and one thing only, and what's that? Service. Service. The more you serve, the more you receive. It's just the way it is. That's the law of the universe. But it's up to you if you want to participate. There's a lot of you who graduate who don't participate in that. And you think the law of the universe is this. I'm here. Gimme. Right? I did my work. Pay up. Universe says, no, you didn't. You just started. That's why it's called commencement, right? That's the beginning. Right? When you graduate, it's the beginning. So I ask you guys, right now for this quarter, I'm, I'm gonna challenge you. And I did, I've done this last couple of quarters, and people who've taken the challenge have really made a huge turnaround. I challenge you to pull yourself away, not divorce yourself, but pull yourself away from all the social media baloney that you guys are involved with. Pull yourself away from watching Netflix and just meaninglessly 
flowing on whatever and happened to find, you know, just to, to throw stuff in your mind. Study you. Study prosperity. Study consciousness. Study happiness. Study health. Your health. Study goal setting. Study, you know, writing a mission board and a vision board. Study that kind of stuff. Do it for 10 weeks and then come to me at the end of the quarter when I'm going to ask you a question if you did this or not. And I'm, there's no grade in this at all. This is up to you. This is totally voluntary. But what usually happens at the end of the quarter is I've had people come up to me and say, I took your challenge and my life has changed. Because I focused on what I need to focus on and not all this other chatter and distraction that's flittering about like this, right? That's, this is Facebook and Twitter and Netflix and all your phones and iPads. That's all this stuff. It's all distractions, right? To take you away from the one single purpose that you have, which is you got to take care of the people. That's why you're in this room, to take care of the people. It's not to post the next person on the Facebook. That's not what it's there for. Not that Facebook is bad. Like, we use it for social media. It's very important for business purposes, right? But use it for what it's for and not what this distraction. You know, people, there's this Facebook addiction now because people just can't get themselves off of Facebook. Kids are having trouble sleeping because they leave their phones next to their bed and someone dings them in the middle of the night and they wake up and start posting on Facebook. So kids are having insomnia because of this stuff. Right? And we may laugh, but it's completely true. Right? So we really need to think. We really need to think, what am I going to do this quarter? Because I'm telling you, when you graduate, the time is going to start flying with all the other responsibilities that you have. Right now, even though you think you have a lot of responsibilities with McCoy and all the other stuff you may have to do this quarter, I'm telling you, that stuff is pittance in comparison to the rest of your life. Right? So start right now designing the rest of your life by taking 10 weeks and spending, and I'm talk, not talking a lot of time, I'm talking like 15 minutes to a half an hour a day devoting to yourself, listening to Zig Ziglar, reading books like his, you know, writing out your mission statement, writing out your vision board, you know, you know put, taking, pulling out pictures and writing out your vision board. You can do this. Like, you know, here's another app that I found, just as an example. So Lisa and I worked on this app. Where is it? It's called iWish. It's a free app. And... We came, we put, we made a vision board on our phones where we put, you know, like, uh, you know, the amount of money we want to make and travel and abundance and our mission statement and love and, uh, oh, peace and calm and uh, health and vibrancy and that kind of stuff. We put that on our I wish so we could look every single day on our phone and think about and with pictures and words to remind us what our vision and our mission is, right? So instead of having a vision board that's only at your home, you now have one that you can carry around on your phone. So this is the kind of stuff that I suggest because you've, you've got to arm yourself, guys, because it's a tough world out there. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on. And you want to make sure that you are creating the best you that you possibly can. And the next 10 weeks can change your life. The next 10 weeks, you can completely turn around whatever negative spiral you were going on. I'm telling you, in 10 weeks, you can change it all, if you're interested. If you're not interested, then just keep on doing whatever you're doing. Uh, but if you're interested, I'm telling you, take the challenge. At the end of the quarter, tell me what you think.